Welcome back to another episode of Coping. Today's episode, we have a special Advent holiday. That's right. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the theme of lights and what that means for this holiday season. Okay, let's get started. So it's that time of year we start driving around the neighborhood at night and we see lights in people's lawns on their trees outside. Mm-hmm. We can see um, we can see through their window. The Christmas tree mm-hmm. is decorated. Even in our own home, our Christmas tree is up and the lights come on automatically on a timer. Uh, it's such a beautiful time of year with all these Christmas lights. What was your tradition growing up? How did you guys decorate your house inside and out? Oh, that's a really good question. So we grew up in South Florida, so it was not cold. Right. And so there wasn't like snow and that whole part of mm-hmm. the winter celebrations. Right. So you almost have to decorate a little bit more just to bring in the Christmas season because you don't have the natural changing of the weather. Sure. Yeah. So a lot of, yeah, and a lot of people in South Florida right. do do lots of lights because right. we don't have those extra winter effects. Right. Uh, so... Yeah, we would put out the lights. And then one of our favorite family traditions was to drive Mm -hmm. around and look at all the lights when we were young. Um, Our parents would drive Mm -hmm. us in the car around and look at all of the neighborhood or other little neighborhood pockets where people put on big light displays. Yeah, so my uh, brother and I, when we were older, took the initiative to decorate the house ourselves. And so we would pull out those dusty boxes filled with old Christmas lights. And this was back in the day where you would test one light at a time when the strand was not working. And we would try to find that mm-hmm. broken light or the mm-hmm. one that uh, had you know, blown. And we would right. then use a little plastic pack with like three extra right. ones and then Fuse refill it in. the fuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we would be hours and hours just trying to get the lights to work. Um, and then mm-hmm. we had the bright idea of, man, we've done all this work and it looks beautiful this year. Let's leave it up the whole year and see if we can just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not have to go through <laughs> oh, the Oh, you were of, one of those families. We, we, we tried until just a few weeks later, the long guys came and cut into the bushes and destroyed all the lights. Ooh. I think that was the last year that Ooh. we ever did Christmas lights. Oops. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this uh, episode, uh, it's our holiday episode. So we're going to talk a little bit about lights this season and what the symbolism of lights are for us as we celebrate this holiday season. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about why lights are so important uh, spiritually and the symbolism of that. Yeah, I mean, that's such a good question. So I think from a Judeo-Christian perspective, light is such an important theme um, in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, Some of the very first verses um, in Genesis talk about uh, God's command, let there be light. And then we see this Mm -hmm. certainly extended into the New Testament where light starts to become a symbol of um, people who are set apart in the world, but also an example of our call to shine our light. Um, I'm thinking about, Mm -hmm. you know, John 1, chapter 1, verse 7, where it says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Um, and I think it's just a, mm-hmm. a, such an important reminder that when there's so much darkness in the world, so much darkness around us and our personal lives, um, that we be a light, um, a light for other people um, when they're in their darkness. Um, 
and uh, when we shine a light, it's it's a symbol of hope, um, especially in in challenging times in the world. Yeah, it seems like every Christmas things are getting darker and darker, not just outside, but in the right. the forces that are working against the light. And we mm-hmm. come to Advent and to this Christmas wondering, is the light actually going to overcome the darkness? And what are ways we can be spreading more light since it's just so needed? Right. One of the teachings that we've done a few times with our community is to describe the kind of light that we are. When we think Mm -hmm. about all the different kinds of light sources in the world, um, would you mind just sharing a little bit about how you would describe yourself as a light? What kind of light do you see yourself as in the world? Yeah, this is such a introspective but very powerful and fun activity to think about all Mm -hmm. the different light sources around us from... The lamps, to the light bulbs, to the matches, to the campfires, to right. the uh, the Firefly, lightning bugs. To the bonfire. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's just so many. And we take it for granted. I think that's something else we sure. could say. Um, our power was out recently for 12 hours. And it was very, uh, it was a wake-up call to how much we rely on the light. So much so we bought a backup battery just to make sure that yeah, we had we did. Uh, we a, did. a source to keep our light shining when yeah, we need it. Yeah, absolutely. So when I think about the light source that relates to me, I think about lighthouses. I love mm. uh, the lighthouses. We visited the, mm-hmm. some of them, but the mm-hmm. idea that your light can emit uh, far away to guide ships mm. in, I think is mm-hmm. one of the calls for me. And... Uh, being a stable source of light mm-hmm. that people yeah. can uh, come back to uh, mm-hmm. is resonates with me. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I, I see you definitely uh, emit that kind of light in your work as a life and vocation coach. Uh, certainly within our family, just a very stable presence of light. Um, that's definitely how I envision you and your light. Um, I, I think for me, uh, probably opposite to you. Um, my light changes over time and in different seasons and um, depending on what's going on. And so there's times where I feel like I'm a bonfire, uh, where my light is ablaze. Other times it feels really, really dim, almost like a nightlight. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think the best example of my source of light is more like a dimmer switch. There's Mm. times where um, I find myself shining really bright and that kind of bright light is needed if I'm, uh, you know, teaching or speaking or leading some type of group and shining a bright light is important. And then having the ability to dim way down if I'm entering mm-hmm. into a patient room in the hospital, sitting with somebody who's just got a new diagnosis um, and, mm-hmm. and being present to them in their pain and their story. And so um, mm-hmm. I've developed um, over time uh, this ability to, uh, you know, toggle my light switch up and down, depending Mm -hmm. on the scenario, depending on the encounter that I'm having with somebody. So I think the best representative of my kind of light is perhaps like a dimmer switch. Mm, That's really good. Uh, And you have to obviously be aware then about how your light source is emitting and when and when you need to turn it down. Um, I grew up without dimmer switches. I didn't even know what that was, but it's such a powerful 
regulatory, you know, mechanism that we have now. Mm -hmm. And for you to use that as a light for you, I think that's really um, interesting, but it's very appropriate for the work you do. So you mentioned that sometimes you could, your light is dim. Mm -hmm. I think that brings up a very good topic about what makes our lights dim. You're talking about the self-regulation of dimming, but a lot of times our lights are hidden, uh, turned down, Mm -hmm. um, covered completely. Mm -hmm. What do you find often dims the light in others? Mm Yeah, that's such a great question. I think, as you're saying, the most important thing to do is to first be aware Mm. that your light is dim. Awareness. Yeah, awareness. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know in the work that I do, some of the obstacles uh, or some of the um, ways that our lights are impacted is, you know, illness, Mm -hmm. trauma, Mm -hmm. uh, pain, Mm -hmm. um, lack of support. Mm -hmm. Um, Those types of things can certainly impact somebody's level of light. Mm. Um, And I think for me personally, the ways that my light dims the most is when I feel like I'm um, perhaps expending more energy mm-hmm. or expending, sending out more light into the world that I'm, you know, filling myself up with. So I'm burning out um, quite literally, sure. um, emotionally, spiritually burning out, and my light source is getting dim because it's, you know, the, the energy levels are, are pretty mm-hmm. low. What about for you? What are some of the things that you feel like are dimming your light, that that lighthouse that you are? Sure. I think it's exactly the same, right? As helpers, mm-hmm. uh, we don't, we're getting tired of turning our lights. We have been turning on our lights right. probably right. on maximum full force since COVID uh, because there's been sure. so many need for helpers, loss of jobs right. and illness and right. Uh, the level of crisis we've talked about through our season is very great mm-hmm. in the world. So helpers are very tired. For me, it's exhaustion, mm-hmm. a lack of rest, yeah. um, and being just feeling like I can't turn my light on anymore. I'm just too tired mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. – I don't – I can keep plugging back into sources, but it's just like not enough to light yeah. It's the amount yeah. of power it takes. Yeah. That's that's I think right. for helpers, it's and leaders, it's it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. I, I'm even thinking about my source of light, a dimmer switch. Often a dimmer switch is coupled with an outlet. And so not only am I emitting light, but I'm also an outlet for others to plug into. Correct. And that can be exhausting. I have to have uh, double, triple, quadruple the amount of energy. Uh, being poured in to me so that I can mm. not only shine my light, mm-hmm. but uh, be a source of light for others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about a lighthouse. I'm sure there's several outlets and uh, other uh, sources of energy for folks to plug into, let alone um, helping them, uh, you know, guiding them to shore after uh, mm-hmm. um, a journey at sea, if you will. Yeah. And I would say also that um, for those in our community, you mentioned illness, trauma, grief as dimming. Right. Uh, I would also say related to that, you know, the lack of boundaries, what we're talking Mm -hmm. about and the inability to pause, to rest, to reflect Mm -hmm. um, and to then not taking enough time to plug into the sources that fill us up in proportion to how Mm -hmm. much, like you said, the energy is going out. Right. Tell me a little bit more about how you plug into uh, sources of energy to keep your light bright. What does that look like for you, and what advice do you have for other people that 
um, are assessing that their light is pretty dim at this time. Yeah, so one of the practices that we talk about and that I practice personally, I know you do too, is that we engage in what we call ING activities that are filling Mm -hmm. up and making us literally light up. For me, it's Mm -hmm. reading. I am so proud to say I finished two books this week that I had started months ago. Uh, cooking, Mm -hmm. walking every day, napping. Uh, Mm -hmm. For some people, it's serving. For some people, it's cleaning. Um, That that's something that gets them filled up. There's there's endless possibilities. Yeah, this teaching that we talk about a lot is making sure that your practices include that ing. What's what's the participle? What what kind of word is that? Is an ing? I always forget. That's a gerund. A gerund. Gerund. That's right. Of yeah, course. Your uh, yeah. English teacher in you is coming out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So basically ensuring that the practice that we have is something that we do um, and gives us uh, a, a, not just something to strive for, but something to actually do practically. And right. so I have these ongoing practices, you know, journaling, um, praying, fellowshipping, um, playing. I like to play, you know, video games as a complete breakaway. Mm-hmm. Um, watching movies, you know, that 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 type of thing. But I think um, certainly this time of year, uh, what I need more than just my ongoing practices of self-care and rest are um, practices, like my annual practices that disrupt the routines that I have. And so making sure mm-hmm. that I'm taking time to reflect on the whole year. Uh, you and I have talked before on this podcast about our year in review workshop, but also um, where we talk about um, our favorite things from this past year. We have a journal that we do with that. Um, I also try to take some time away from work um, to completely unplug and to um, free up some mental space. So, you know, ongoing practices are super important, all those gerund words, the ING words. And then try to think at this time of year ways to disrupt my normal patterns and routines so that I can do a real good assessment about where I'm at, how I'm doing what I'm needing um, as I look back to um, start to envision what might be upcoming in this next year. Yes. So I think this is all very helpful, especially at this time of the year as we talk about lights and how Mm -hmm. we can dispel the darkness. The Mm -hmm. number one theme I think that we've emphasized today is to be sure that you're plugging into a greater source of light. That's right. We have all these practices that we can do, activities that we can do, but the reality is is that we may be a source of light, but we're not the main source. We have to plug into a source of energy bigger than ourselves so that that energy source can be filling us up as we're shining our light and uh, being an outlet for other people's light to have energy as well. And so to recap, step one, take a moment to think about the awareness of your light. How is it Mm-hmm. How is it shining right now? On scale of 1 to 10, how bright is it? Mm-hmm. Step two, what is dimming your light? What is causing you to be not shining as brightly as the mm-hmm. world needs you to be shining right now? Mm-hmm. And step three, plug into the source of a greater mm-hmm. light source than yourself. Right we cannot get light from ourselves. What are those sources of light that we can plug into? 
when you think about a bigger source of light? What does that look like? I think the bigger sources of life for most people are spiritual practices would be ones. Mm -hmm. For some others, it's faith, their deep faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, and all of practices related to hearing from God and getting truth and light into their hearts mm -hmm. and minds instead of mm -hmm. believing lies and right. uh, darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, for others, it may be community and mm -hmm. hearing how they're valued and seen from mm -hmm. uh, a group of people. So I would just right. challenge you out there, if you don't have any of those, please reach out mm -hmm. to us at Be Well Resources. Uh, we want you to be shining your light brightly this season mm -hmm. and throughout mm -hmm. the year. And so with that, uh, what I would like to do to close our time together today is to play uh, one of the earliest episodes from season one of Coping. It's a reflection on light and the type of light that we can shine amidst the darkness this holiday season. And so with that, whatever it is that you may be coping with, we want to extend this holiday season blessings to you. During the holidays, Christmas lights decorate our homes inside and out. We wrap our Christmas trees with lights and hang lights from the roof. These lights switch on at night so that they shine brightly and beautifully in the darkness. The prophet Isaiah spoke about light saying, people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Our small strung together Christmas lights not only display the beauty of Christmas, but also, as Isaiah teaches us, help dispel the darkness. As we celebrate with lights this season, let us intentionally shine our lights to illuminate the world around us. How has God's light dawned in your life? Where is he calling you to shine your light today? Let's pray. God, you are the light of the world. We hear your call to be light in the world. Help us to shine brightly this season and give us the power to bring light where it is needed most. We pray these things in your name. Amen.